Hi, Slops. You guessed it. Another absolutely wild on-the-road episode for you today. Meatball and I went to Atlanta this weekend. Out-of-town fat slut. First ever uh, traveling party. I mean, things got messy. Things got weird. We went to a strip club. We talked to Boomer Banks on a rooftop. We talked to Silky Nutmeg Ganache in the dressing room. Nicole Page Brooks is yelling in the background. This is a wild one. Get into it. Happy Pride, Atlanta. It's October. Still Pride. You know, Pride all year round. Um, Shout out to Meatball. She's here. She just chose to be absolutely quiet for the cold open. Goodbye. Oh, M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. I'm rubbing lips on this mic. Ooh! Uh, our number is 213 or no, seconds at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slobs, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Uh, it's me, Ball and Big Dipper, and we're coming to you live from, well, it's a pre-recording, but we're here at a party at a roof at the Claremont in Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Tell everyone what you see. What I see is I see landmarks, I see boomer banks, I see a skyline, fake fan, and fake, I see fake fan, fake, fake fan, fan, boomer banks. Fake fan, boomer banks. <laughs> Listen, he's a fake fan. He's two episodes behind. Honey. Okay, we're at a rooftop party at the Claremont in Atlanta. It's loud. It's loud. I will say the view from up here is actually lovely, incredible. The city is lit up. There's some sort of historical building down. I don't think we're downtown. We're like off center of downtown, but it's lit up with rainbows. I'm seeing rainbows. It's at the pond. All I see is P-O-N-C. So words to start with that. Poncho. You figure. Ponce Market. Ponce Market. How about Poncetia? Come Poincetia. How about Pulitzer? Honey, it's, this 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 one right here, baby. Okay, we're gonna get. Okay, what so here we are. Earlier, tell me about Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I walked into. We're doing this at a party. This was my idea. <laughs> we um went to go see Silky Nutmeg Ganache do the kickoff Pride party. We were at Atlanta a museum. Pride. We were at a museum. And what happened? I walked into the room. Silky Nutmeg Ganache was on a face. Oh, they're playing Beyonce. They're, they're playing, playing Beyonce. They're playing Beyonce. Yes, faggot. They're playing the sample. Well, they're playing that Donna been, Summer. Okay, thank you. Um, so then I walk in and Silky Nutmeg Ganache is on the phone with her mother. FaceTiming, and she turns and looks at me and says, go ahead, get your your picture picture. or whatever. And I (laughs) fell out. I lost my mind. It was incredible. And she was like, I think we need to have some beef. Yeah. She's ready to beef She's ready to beef and make uh, merch about it. But no one, everyone act like it's real when it's happening. And then while we were in the room, a person who I think was just kind of spooked by Silky's, like, notoriety Said I don't know Silky, what they were, they were a person who was on the bill as a performer, sort of interrupted our conversation. We were talking about something and interrupted, but it's fine. We're like in a dressing room area. Yeah, we shouldn't but, have been back there. But then looked at Silky and was like, you know, yeah, because like, I'll just, I'll keep it real. I never knew who you were until tonight when we were on the bill together. But it must be hard to be like, I'm a fan of drag race. Like, Almost like it didn't even have a point. Yeah, no, she just wanted to be like, I don't know you. And Silky looked at this person and said, 
you know, that makes me feel so nice. <laughs> Straight to their face. But the worst part was the person didn't even realize that what they had done was insulted no. her to the point, like, it's, burned her. It's what people say to me that they don't watch porn. But they've heard of me. Yeah. Oh, this is Boomer Banks, everybody. He's here. He's on the pod. <laughs> oh, yes, because you all don't watch I'm porn. Pod bomb- I'm pod bombing. That's I right. love that. Boomer Banks, current star of the Out TV uh, hit. Uh, 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 X-rated. I don't even know the name what's, of my own show. What's the name of the show? What is it? X-rated NYC. <laughs> it's the Real Housewives for, uh, for porn, porn actors. actors. What is it like being on the show and having to, you know, be clothed on camera for once? Oh, wow. She got to go. <laughs> um, well, since I'm a fashion designer, meatball, it is actually pretty damn lovely to wear my fashion because I have fashion and I wear them on the show. Wait, are you wearing your own designs on the show? Yes, I, I put the boys in my own designs on the show, but I don't wear my own designs the whole time, no. That's cool. Now, what's it like to have arguments with people that might feel... Oh my God, my drink almost got taken. I waited 25 minutes in line for this and that lady almost just... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dummy for leaving it. I'm a dummy for leaving it out in the open. What are you drinking? Water, because I'm sober. Holy right. water. It's sober October, baby. It's sober October. <laughs> She's being very kind. She's trying to save your drink. But man, this is a, this is a this banging is party. And my hotel room is one window below where we are. So I could just hear everybody up here all day. I was like, should I go party? We're should I fucking party? We're here at the Claremont Hotel, which is lovely. The rooms are incredible. The vibe up here on the rooftop is really, really great. Strictly I'm running. The, it's like you had to have an OnlyFans account to get an invite to this party. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at all the cocks slinging around here. I will say, when we were in the lobby waiting for our Uber, oh, to not the, <laughs> Kyle just rolled his eyes. His name's Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> his name's Kevin. We got. We need to talk about Kyle. <laughs> no, we do need to talk about Kyle. As we were waiting in the lobby for the Uber to come up. <laughs> You kept seeing all of these cute guys showing up to take the elevator up here, and you were like, why are we leaving? All the cock is coming. All the cock is coming to this party. I did. I did keep saying, the cock is going to the roof. It did feel like people were walking in cock first. Yeah. It was all groin first. That's it. That's that's your next single. No. We're going to end it at a... Call Roberta. I'm a top now. Oh, yeah. People only made... People oh, only I was for a minute. I'm okay. actually getting, you know what, to be honest, I'm getting back into my top phase. Okay. <laughs> I And it's this sort of intensity that really gets all the bottoms yeah, running towards you. Right <laughs> I'm like so, like, my pussy is like, whatever. I maybe had some shrooms and some weed. <laughs> Leave me alone. We got off the airplane. You immediately undid some secret. Okay, what I will say is I had to check one of your bags for you because we brought merch down here. Yeah, we brought and merch. And a very heavy titty bib. Yeah. So I give him the bag. I'm like, I got a bag for you. I give it to him, and it has my titty bibs and two costumes in it. And so I add I add all of our Bucci Cat t-shirts, and as I'm falling asleep, I have a thought, and I um, added it to my like iPhone alarm. So when the alarm went off at 5.30, the text on my alarm said, Check bag for cocaine. Leave for airport by 615. Because I was like, if this bitch gives me a checked bag, one of her drag suitcases, and it's got a little baggie in it, and I go down, 
Well, one, they're not looking for little baggies. Two, I checked it before I gave it to you, and I know all that was left in there was a couple of rhinestones and some bobby pins. Well, the moment we landed, you really, um, un- you, you took some gadget from somewhere and immediately started sucking on a cartridge. <laughs> Something got you together right at the airport. Yeah, when I got off the plane and just started vaping as hard as I could. And I haven't vaped in like a week, so it's really hitting me. I'm living. Oh, yeah. You're really, you're on a hiatus. You're on your rumspringer from your Sober October. Yeah, wait. Sober October only applies to L.A. <laughs> oh, okay. okay wait. wait. I'm people, working. People do that when they're... Um, L.A. County or L.A. proper? Proper. proper. <laughs> you're like, I might have a gig. I'm proper. If I get a gig in WeHo, you know, it counts. Oh, yeah. That is so funny that WeHo's a different town. West Hollywood is its own city. Do not elect Craig whatever. He loves cops. Or Rick Caruso. Fuck that guy. There's a guy named Craig, and he was was on the L.A. Pride board back when I tried to take him down. Oh, yeah, when you dragged him. And he was super pro-cop, and I I have screenshots. Now they're playing Renaissance. Now they're playing Renaissance. Okay, we gotta go. Oh, okay. Right or no? Sure, we can What else go. can we talk about? The, I was going to, well. You won't break my soul. Worst song on the album. No, it's not the worst <laughs> song on the album. It's it, just we it heard is, it already. Actually, no. I don't, I think it's like down in the back. Of, Do you think me. they did that because they were like, oh, it's catchy, but everything's better. So we'll make it the single. I don't know if they knew that. But even like, I even like Church Girl over this. Not even like Church Girl's one of the best songs of the whole fucking album. It is. It's really good. It really is. It really is. Um, okay, so in the basement of this hotel is, oh, strip is club. a legendary strip club. Yes, and they have great food. In Wait, the there's strip food at the strip club? Yeah, they have great food down there. Either that or there's like a restaurant down there that has the restaurant. Oh, the restaurant is, is award. Pulitzer Prize winning restaurant. Yes, the restaurant is the Michelin Man. (laughs) It's the Michelin Man of all restaurants. Three Michelin Men. Yes. I've had three Michelin Men before. Oh, I know what I was going to say. What? When we were in the dressing room, Silky was on Instagram or on live uh, telling everyone my hotel room. Uh, she was like, oh, she he's in room. She didn't name the hotel, but she kept saying his hotel room He's in room, room 412. And I was like, okay, work. And then we were talking something about, 412. she was like, I'll be there in room Knock, knock, knock. Now you told Boomer. You're going to wake up with a snake down your throat. <laughs> so, so she was like, oh, yeah, room 412, room 412. And then she said something like, um, oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to like get my. My body all clean. And all then clean covered and in cocoa, cocoa oil. Butter. Butter. And I said, oh, I put, like, cocoa butter on my body, too. And she immediately she like, said, oh, you're, oh, you're, a, you're bottom. a bottom. And I was like, oh, no, I just, what? like, I was like, I like my skin to feel as in its best it can feel. What does cocoa butter have to do with bottoming? Exactly. She Are, was like, so, yeah, exactly. Are you a bottom if you cover your body in cocoa butter? No, you're a. No, you're just a well moisturized individual. You like skincare. <laughs> you're, you're into skin. You're skin to skin. fucking elbows or ashy dick. Skin to skin. What ashy is up with is ashy hard. dick? Why? How come we're a dick pic? Literally, like, I on snippies, you will see dicks, and they are motherfucking ashy. And I'm like, bitch, you literally posted that picture. And it's 
on Sniffy's, you can post big ass pictures, and it's a big old picture of your cock. Big and ass pictures. Big ass too, and it's ashy. And how do you? Are you ashy? Well, some people just think that that is the only way to be, or an acceptable way to be. I want you to. I'm not that flexible right now, and my shorts are kind of falling down. But can you take a look at my socks? How did you get Sniffy socks? I brought my Sniffy socks too. We get twenty. <laughs> I ordered them. Did you know the origin of Sniffy's was that it was a website? Yes, it's still for is. no, it was a website. Still is, bitch. For trading and selling socks and underwear, oh. and it's it was been around oh, for like Sniffy's. twenty oh, years. That explains it because I always thought it was like Sniffy's, like I'm sniffing out cock but in the neighborhood. Can we talk about how you know how on on Scruff you woof at people? Yes. And then on Grinder you what you poke them. What do you do? You do something on Grinder. Anyway, on. Sniffies, I started, and maybe they should adapt this uh, or trade. Aren't you an ambassador or something? Listen, <laughs> something like that. Linda. Anyway, and I, they should do sniff. So sniff literally, someone. I will send. I'll say that to someone, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "You're on Sniffies." I said, "Sniff." What is the? Uh, uh, I will say my argument against this idea, which does make Cocaine a lot of sense. Cocaine and ketamine. No. Oh. <laughs> no, it does make a lot of sense, but I think Sniffies is trying to be. Not like those apps. And a lot of people spend all day long woof, 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 woof. Never a conversation. No, no, no. Never doing anything. I get that. But what I'm saying is. I got you. I just say sniff because I, I do love to sniff. If you have a ripe fucking cock, if you have a ripe hole, I want to sniff it. And you want to sniff it. I do. I really do. But And I say sniff on sniffies and they're like, what does that mean? What? And also, when people are like, oh, come to my house. I'm on a cruise-based app that has a map, and they're always like, where are you? I'm on a map-based website. But so you won't go to someone's house? You won't You well, won't enter a home? My, my, listen, I will. If, you prefer if, an alleyway, a stairwell? Yes. Yeah. Because it's a cruise-based. If I wanted to go to your house. A, a, a dirty bathroom. Yeah, a dirty-ass motherfucking bathroom with dirty-ass pee all over it. I just don't get there's the just under so the much stall. The under the, the under stall, the stall is I can't hard. get around because I have I'm to clean big. my own toilet and I'm a good person and my bathroom is dirty. You know what I mean? Baby, you sniff chemicals up your nose and you're worried about a dirty Ooh. ass. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, <laughs> you know what? You got me there. And on that, <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. 
you know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. It could. We are back. We're back. Oh, man, I just messed up. We're <sighs> back. Yeah, don't be too fast and loose. So... The scenario here is, woo, I'm huffing puffing, and all I did was leave you my room, out of an elevator. got into an elevator, took the floor up one, and then walked into your room. How's the how's the hallway coffee? This is from the lobby. It's freshly brewed. I went down there oh. and it was empty. Oh. And I went to the front desk and I said, "Excuse me, can you brew some more coffee?" And she was like, "Yeah, it'll be a few minutes." I was like, "Okay." And then she was like, "Actually, there's one freshly brewed." It'll be down there. Yeah. I'm going to go down there like this. Do it. I Wait, I have a Keurig in this room. I'll just do that. I know, but I'm always nervous when you open those up and then you like look in the water reservoir. Why did you do that? How do they Why clean them out? That? I've also I heard... I mean, you don't clean it out, isn't it? It just boils. Right. Like, I uh... don't clean out my... I clean out my, like, kettle. Like, I have, like, one of those electric yeah. plug-in kettles. I clean it out every couple of months because all that goes in there is water, water and then it and boils then you pour it out but also i don't know if someone's like spitting in this honey what did you hear you said jerking there lurking into it <laughs> um, why would anyone do that because it's not like you get the satisfaction of like actually seeing the result just of knowing someone. speaking of no what i heard was you got jerky don't drink don't drink the coffee on an airplane because they never clean out the coffee machines oh yeah they don't clean airplanes I they don't know. ever stop flying. Like they just and it's keep not going like, back and forth. I'm not trying to shout out any sort of like MTA, especially not the MTA, but any sort of it's not like at the end of the day the buses and the trains go back to an area where they're like spray, spray wash. Down. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, the planes, they're always filthy. When I remember now they go because of the pandemic, they're like, here, you take a you take an alcohol wipe and wipe, and wipe your, your area. area off. We're getting the plane clean. <laughs> They're picking, like Silky said, since when am I an employee? <laughs> Silky did so. Oh my gosh. Y'all, we met Silky Nutmeg Ganache last night. You say it like we haven't met her before. 
And I think we already also told the story earlier last night. We sure did. What I want to talk oh, let's about talk is about today. You, today. So you had a gentleman call. So it was Thursday last night. We were on the rooftop. Today we're still at the hotel. We saw some old ladies strip. Oh yeah, last night we. Okay, so we were we are what staying at the happened? Claremont the hotel. Hotel Claremont. Hotel Claremont, and then the Claremont Lounge is in the basement, and it is a legacy because this specific hotel got rehabbed, and theoretically they could have gotten rid of that. Yeah, but I'm sure the people were like, let us keep our strip club. So we didn't see, we saw some mature Yeah, I I was told that it was going to be a bunch of mature ladies, and it was actually just too mature. Yeah, but there were about there were like five dancers there. One dancer was so tall that their head, like they couldn't stand up straight, and And they they had to wear wear heels. They had she wore a slipper. She wore a slipper, and her head literally was like riding on the mirrored ceiling. And okay, so. Um, it's in the basement of the hotel. Yeah, ten dollar ten dollar cover charge to get in. Everything is cash only. Oh yeah, no cameras. Oh yeah. Um, and I at was one point, texting a lot. So the one point, the security officer stand next to me. He just lurked. He thought I was taking pictures, but I was literally just trying to figure out what we were doing next. You were trying to figure out if you were going to have a sneaky link or not. No, I was figuring out where they were going because they were going to go to Mary's, and I was like, "Are we going to another drag show?" Oh right, but you did have a realization that stripping is a lot. Oh like yeah, drag. it's just drag, except for no one cheers for the or no one last night was cheering. Yo, we the were doing audience the most. appreciation in that joint was. Little to none. Little to none. Okay, this is what I was thinking about. We kept looking I at I saw the... an over-the-muscle implant that had sagged down to the belly button. Y'all, when I say bags, fun bags, she was pinching the end of her nipple like a balloon. Like cartoon torpedoes and then and like spanking them together. them together. And then she would just kind of turn. This is my favorite type of drag, too, where it's like, they're not really doing that much, but like it's funny. And she just pulled her pussy out. She did like I walked towards her with a dollar bill and she just she like opened her underwear, if you can imagine that. Like a trap door, like a drawbridge. She like dropped the front of it down. I was like, go off, sis. Okay. This was (laughs) this is the scenario in this club. It looks like any sort of regular dive bar, but they do have a circular bar. And inside of that circular bar is a stage and that's where all the dancers performed yeah so it's actually quite hard when you think of like a stereotypical in your mind strip club there's like a runway or a stage that might have a pole Mm -hmm. when you sort of imagine it and then people can sit around and tip yes and like so the dancer could come close to them like how you tip go-go boys you could like put it in a garter oh yeah you couldn't something touch them you couldn't get, and it's not that you couldn't touch them because they walked around asking for if, it, if anyone wanted private dances so you know that you could be interactive but for whatever reason you couldn't like the way you had a tip was to th- ball up your dollar bills but you know what no one else was doing that like we were the ones that started doing like, no, it, it's uh, part uh, of the culture there because remember the queen who lifted her breast up, oh, put, put the, the bucket, bucket under her, tit. dropped her titty so that the the boob was holding the bucket and then held it out like a bozo bucket, trying to get people to throw the money in. Throwing the money is part of the culture there. Is what is what I think. Uh, yeah. Also, I think it might be that thing where it's like. 
it's a they can do full nudity there, but then that means that there can't be touching like while they're I just on don't stage understand because there were like two other areas that were not full of people. Oh yeah, the, the huge stage. The huge stage that no one was on that I guess Only is used like for karaoke night. Karaoke and then like a dance like they he, they were like, "Oh, people dance like Patrons come in here and just dance. The other thing is I felt pressure immediately. Maybe it was because you and I like brought a bunch of ones. I felt pressure to be spending money every second that I was in there. Because every time I've been to a strip club, it feels like there, yeah. you got to well, be spending I've never spending been to a strip money. club before. Oh, okay. So I don't know. But yeah, I did feel pressure. And we were the only ones tipping like everybody multiple dollars. I want to talk about the gentleman who was sitting in I front of us. I was thinking about... The tailored button-down shirt, a suit. He w- could have been in, for the gods. He could have been in his late twenties or early thirties. Yeah, six foot something. Yeah, svelte. Yeah, like in shape. Definitely works out. Um, a runner's build. And you notice he had no no wedding ring. And this was a Thursday night, so he was in a suit, and we noticed the dress shirt was tailored. Yes, and, and still tucked in. There was a huge. There were a lot of young women. Mm-hmm. There were. We we were definitely not the only queer people in that club. I felt like we were, but I didn't recognize anybody else. I think that, you know, there's a broad spectrum. So... <laughs> You know, I just like I I don't I don't know that it, it there were definitely there were a lot of women in the club. Yes. There were younger people, older people. It, he it, stood out because it, he was the only one in a suit. He was the like only one that, who looked like when was you, alone. When you think of stereotypical like strip club daddy, the majority of the other men who were there were with women groups, like with groups or with yeah. women, and he was the only one. Like boom, but he, I did not see him tip. He didn't once. tip once. He just sat front row, drank a beer. No, he was drinking like a dark liquor. But oh, it was right. like he was drinking it for a long time. And I'm like, like three girls had a set, and then and they were doing doubles. And I'm th- they were doing doubles. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, if you're seated in front of the stage. You should be tipping. Right? That's my thought. But I guess you're allowed to. Anyways, you had a realization last night. The stripping, I already said that. The stripping is just drag. No, that you want to open a strip club. Oh, yeah. I want to open a strip, a gay strip club and have them boys shaking them cocks and showers with, and such. With trouble. But is that legal in LA? Listen. Is full nudity legal? Let's let's put this out there. Who's a lawyer? And who you has know how to. You know how to market a business. You have a successful event. I know how to produce shows, and I really know how to run a casting couch. I think talk about that after the break. (laughs) I think now he's going to bring his husband too. I think we should find someone who wants to invest. Very rich man, my woman. I actually may know a, a person or two who already runs successful bars, so they know how to do the liquor license. Okay, but here's what we're going to run up against. The city is not going to want a strip club. We're going to have to be all the way out in, like, Altadena or something. But, no, I think we find the place to do it, and we turn it into a real destination station. 
Okay. I know a couple of warehouses near a train track. <laughs> we just need, I think this could be a cool idea. I'm working on some other, I have some other irons in the fire when it comes to starting a small business, long term business creation that I'm working with. Could you imagine this could if we opened amazing... a strip club and then I was like, and I'll sleep in the apartment above? And like, <laughs> I end up being like the hobgoblin that's there until it's like, I just feel I'm like 90 and they're I like, f- oh yeah, that's Meatball. <laughs> Watch out, she's grabby. I feel like it could be really cool. I I was I was thinking about this today though. I was like, there aren't a ton of gay strip clubs, I think, no. because we are so used to go-go dancers. And at certain clubs, like remember Fubar? It was like that, oh, was, yeah, a that was a strip club. club. But it wasn't. It was a bar that had a liquor license that sort of turned the other cheek when Cog came out. And so it, it it's so I'm, we'd have to ride the fine line of like figuring out what the legality of it is and like and then, how much we could bend because I think they're going to be up like there'll be against. Remember when Precinct kept trying to open and the city just kept on throwing random stuff at them and like really is, made it difficult for them to open. This is why I go back to partnering with an existing business owner who like knows how to do all of that because we could do the programming, we could do the visioning, and the key in a city like LA is it has to be, like, every night has to offer something different because this is what we were talking about. Like the Persian night at Mickey's. There needs to be, yeah, there needs to like be an come, awareness of, like... Come on the Mummy. Like, the, the, the dancers you and I would want to book are not necessarily going to be the dancers that the rest of the population wants to see. No, yeah. So and, you and switch then we'll it up. Also, like, you know, it will be super inclusive, and I wouldn't, and I'd want a trans person on every cast. Not right. like a trans night. Like it should just be part of the. And then there's one night a month for gingers called Inferno. That exists. Oh, I know. That's why I'm joking. Like the fact that there's like there's a night when everyone. What population? What percentage of the population? I don't know, but I, do you remember? It's a tiny. Percentage. It's a small percentage because they're to- dying off. Remember. <laughs> that's a thing. There's the gingers are dying, much like the bees. Now the at the okay. So what was the name of that bar that that ginger night was at in? In New York, it nowhere, was nowhere bar. That's yeah. what it was. I went 14. to that once. There was you probably got a little overheated. I did. Well, it's a you got to walk down into that. Bar. It's like the stripper stage for that six foot tall dancer. Yeah, the night. ceiling is so low. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like kind of looking around and then like seeing a bunch of gingers and like they weren't making out with each other. Like it was. I thought it would be. Uh, is like, this a problematic conversation? What about gingers? Yeah. What did thinking you that they see, would only make out with each other? No, I thought that the reason see for that, themselves as a race. <laughs> I'm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I thought that that event would just be for gingers to meet other gingers. Like I thought that that was the point of the event, but it's to exploit it's chasers, gingers for their chasers. It's yeah. to be like we're gonna have a night where all these people are here, and it didn't work for me. I wanted to see some ginger on ginger action. <laughs> you said call them in, so I'm trying to get some ginger. Ginger minge. And we'll Why be right back after Tina this. Tina Burner and ginger minge. Like, how many queens are doing a Hocus Pocus tour right now? Like, ginger is on tour. Ginger, well, okay, I know this that was... Disney is doing, like, Disney paid girls in every city, basically, to go to the premiere in full. Priyanka, Yeah, like, everyone got a chance to do that. So I thought that that's maybe what she was doing. But you're right, Tina Burner is doing, like... A tour. A tour is that. No, Ginge Minge. This was, this is kind of a gag for me, because she's in the movie. So you would think you'd be like, girl, you're in the movie. But she is currently... 
on the Hocus Pocus Halloween Bash Tour. Sponsored by Disney? No. No. Fruit and wine or something? Fruit wine? And then someone commented, not this and Tina Burner's tour doing the same thing. Okay, but they're probably like different stories. No, they're just <laughs> doing all of Hocus Pocus. What do you mean they're just doing all of it? Like they're just reenacting Hocus Pocus? Like word I don't know. for I word? Think, I think that all three of them. Tell me what the story would be. I don't really know Hocus Pocus that well. Like, right? They like summon witches and then they come and. Oh, so maybe the town. if if it was like so, it's probably just a bunch of pop music. Now they're it'll probably be interesting doing to see the crossover. Are they are there LA dates for either one? Because we should go to both. Dream Girls. They probably do like we're sisters. So then they sing like sisters, sisters. sisters. Oh, you're doing Tina Tamara. Sister, sister, <laughs> never knew how much I missed her. And then. Um, they'll probably do something from because it's three women. They'll do First Wives Club, right? Well, Tina, you don't own me. as we know, Tina Burner well, loves, loves that song. First Wives Club. Remember when she came out with a bunch of music videos during the pandemic? I told you I went to that hotel where she shot that Liza Minnelli. Yeah, and I went up to the Crow's Nest to like look out where they call it the Widow's Peak. Crow's Nest, <laughs> Widow's Peak. <laughs> Yeah, but I think they call oh, it. Oh, they the call wi- that a widow's peak too. Well, don't they call it something because widow's like, walk? Yes, because people would wait for their husbands, husbands to come back from sea from war. Um, no, so I went uh, up there to like look around because I was like, "Oh, Tina Burner shot her music video here at the Belvedere," is what it's called. And these two guys were just fucking. Like three people were like looking out at the ocean, and then these two guys were just fucking. And no one was looking at them. Some people were. I saw a hand down on pants. Speaking of hands down your pants. Put your hands down my pants. We got to take a break. And I bet you feel feel nuts. Yes, I'm Siskel. Yes, I'm Ebert. And I'm giving two thumbs up. We'll be right back after this break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Bloodhound gang. You had a massage. I did. I went and got a massage today. Now, let me tell you. The last time I have so many questions. Okay. No, you go first. The last time I was in town here, I was here for the furry convention. And I ended up being here for three days. And I can't remember why it was three days. But it was three days and my flight was crazy, whatever. So when I got here, I got a massage. And I found this guy and he was great. He gave like really good full body massage. And then it got like wild sexually. And I was like, oh, you're a freak. I'm into it. Saved your phone number. So when I knew we were coming back, I hit him up like two days ago. And I was like, hey, can we do a massage on Friday? He said, sure. Great. Sexual in nature. Okay. Heavily sexual. How do you preface that how do you tell them it already it's already happened it already happened the first time so i was like know what to expect yes 
But he gagged me because there was very little massage. Oh, he came to just fuck. Yes. So I went to his house. Um, I walked in and he immediately started sucking my dick. And I was like, oh, we're not even. We're not going to play the game. Like of... we didn't even go to the table. That seems like you should get your money back. Well, so I was like, uh, he was like, okay, let's get you on the table. I was like, great. So we go in the room, we undress. There's like spa music playing. There's like a, a noise diffuser on, you know, like there's like, there's like water with like a cherry dropped in it. You know what I mean? Like it was very like spa or he whatever. Was giving it, he was giving you full fantasy. He was giving me the ooh, ah, ah. And um, then I, he goes, okay, and lay here face up. And usually massage starts you start on your stomach. face down. You're face up for all of five minutes at the end. So I laid face up, and then he was like, and lift your legs. I thought he was going to put a pillow underneath my leg. He straddled the table and like slid in like dick on hole. And he was like, all right, now make sure you don't come. Let me know if you get close. And he just starts like milking. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. That's insane. Now, it was really enjoyable. Did it end with a massage? So, it, well, you oh, love to cut off stories. Well, I'm, I'm just so, so confused <laughs> about what, what is happening. I'm going to tell you. Okay, I'll listen, I guess. Yeah, you could do some eyeliner or something like that while you're doing Just dust a little glitter on that that face, that face. So, um, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, should I tell him no really i do want a massage because girl wouldn't you enjoy a massage after that plane ride we took here yeah uh, oh yeah i have a bruise on my leg from where the seat was pushing in yeah. delta i got word delta get those comfort plus to be plus size yeah those pluses are plus <laughs> those pluses ain't pluses. those pluses are mine i don't understand so, anyway so so but i didn't want to stop him because he was going for he was it working. so i was like you better work you better finish you better jerk um and he, ah! he kept saying uh stop me if you're gonna come don't you know don't don't come and i was like okay got it bro um and again enjoyable you know, like it, it, very like sexual. He's great looking. He, you know, was rubbing his hard cock on me. I was like, great. I'm into all of this. Then he goes, are you comfortable? Do you want to work on me now? How do you want? And I was like, huh. I was sort of perplexed because I thought at some point he was going to say, now let <laughs> me do a, do, your, do a massage to your body. So, do you want to work? On, do, do you, you want to scan? Do you, you want to work here now? Do you want to scan? Do you want to scan your items as well? Self checkout. Side note: Silky Nutmeg says the only time she steals is when she does self checkout because it's like she's just getting her employee discount for working. Um. Anyhow, so the so we trade and I did work on him and let me tell you it was enjoyable because I do like jerking dick off. Yeah. So I enjoyed that for a while. Then I I just come Do you to want to work on me. That's I, so selfish. I just came to the conclusion. I was like, this is not a massage. Like, I am not going to get hands on my body. We're just gonna be like hooking up, and he's gonna like pretend it's relaxing. But to me, it's stressful the entire time because yeah. I don't know what the situation is. I'm like, what is this? So he does. Um, 
he he gets me he goes you lay back down again i'm like okay on my back again and then he goes i'll get like this it's better for 69ing and i was like okay so he like Wait, crawls too much onto the table puts his dick in my mouth he starts sucking my dick we're like fully 69ing i remember that he tells me say stop if you're gonna come so i sort of like tap him on the shoulder and i was like stop 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 and he was like no 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 no. i want it i want it and i was like okay so i came in his mouth and then he didn't say a word did he like run away and spit it out no he like got up off the table he like paused for a second and he was like he did he did not say anything he got a sheet and he like pulled the sheet up over me and then he got like a towel and he like covered the f- my eyes with the towel. Okay. And so I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, uh, now, now the massage is starting. Then he walked out of the room. Dip. Did I, you pay? I, of course, fell asleep because I had just come, 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 <laughs> released. I had just come and, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to relax here for a moment. And I fell asleep. And then I was like, like my own ang- in a stranger's house. My own anxiety of, is he coming back? Yeah. And wh- what is, ooh, am I getting a massage? Like all of that kept creeping in. So I couldn't ever relax. And then I eventually like pulled the thing off my eyes and like sat up. I was like, what's going on? And then I got up off the table and he opens the door. He's still naked and he goes, Oh, I heard you creeping around creaking around in here. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, what's next? And he was like, Oh, I was just gonna let you sleep. And I was like, Oh yeah, are we gonna do I thought we were gonna do a massage. And yeah. He was like, Oh, we're gonna do a massage. And I was like, Okay. So then I just said, like, I gotta pee. That's like why I got up. Like yeah. I tried to like play it off like, no, your weird non-communicative behavior is totally cool. <laughs> and I think I said to him, I was like, oh, sorry, that really stressed me out because I didn't know what to expect and I was just like laying there. Yeah. So then he gets me back in the room, he puts me on my back, he starts, and he's laying into me. He's oh, elbows he said, oh, in you're the gonna back. get a massage. You're going to get a massage. But it ultimately ended up being worth it. Short. Because the whole experience was the hour that we talked about, but we spent like 25 to 30 minutes like jerking off and then I fell asleep. So it was like a short massage. And what I typically like to do. Oh, yeah. So tell me how a normal interaction goes. Well, not a normal interaction, but this is what I learned. And this is a. None of them are normal. This is what I learned. And this is like a lifelong, you know, lesson, which is. You have to communicate. If you have an expectation, you have to communicate it. Oh, yeah. So, like, if I were ever to go to him again, I would say, like, hey, I love how sexual the last time has gotten, but I want to do at least, like, 50 minutes of focused massage before anything happens because, like, I'll be so horny at the end, I can come quick. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, I you just need to, like, say that out loud because... I I like to get massage from different people to experience their setup. I'm gonna ask you, but wait. Well, what is the norm? Like, okay, so is this is there like a general? Everyone does it differently. Some people communicate ahead of time, and they say like, "I do therapeutic, sensual, and erotic." Which one? And then they they like really say it. they're like therapeutic is purely therapeutic. You're nude. 
sensual is like we're both nude you can mutual touch but like there's no interaction mm. and then erotic is like it's up to them how erotic it gets. i've had some people text me and be like yeah erotic is you'll be fucking me and i'm like oh like i like so the thing i think i think my <laughs> fantasy of it the, the what i enjoy the most is a professional environment from like a skilled intuitive masseur mm-hmm. and it feels like a little naughty that maybe they're rubbing their dick on my arm and it, it's getting hard or like it feels like it's not a guarantee that it'll be sexual but yeah. it becomes sexual whether that's the truth or not that's the that's experience the, that's that the like. feeling you want to have that's the fantasy that i want so anyways, the last little detail from this massage, because ultimately it was great. I would definitely revisit him and I would just communicate exactly what I wanted ahead of time. But he was really sort of steering the ship, if that makes any sense. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Especially in a situation like that where you're like, well, this is your job. So like you do whatever you do. Right. And the- I would probably have just sat there and like fallen asleep, woken up an hour later and be like, I gotta get out of here. Right, exactly. But he was like, oh, I'm coming back in. Okay, and then the craziest thing to me, he did say he complimented me on my dick-sucking skills, which I really appreciated. He was like, you're great at sucking dick. And I was like, well, I love what I do. And you um, know, when you love what you do, you never spend a day of your life working. It doesn't feel like work, <laughs> baby. Feel like work. Um, so I was like, thank you. And then he goes, yeah, my next client is really excited. I'm going to use your cum on him. <laughs> Stop. Meeple has set the microphone in the desk drawer. No. <laughs> I would be like, That's, I did not give you consent to do that with my cum. I was like, what's that now? That's mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you're getting into some deep political... <laughs> Once that, oh yeah, I guess once the cum exits your body, it's whoever's and entered it his is. mouth, and then he didn't swallow it. <gasps> but he walked out of the room out. and spit it out into a jar. And he's gonna use it as like lube on his client this afternoon. And while he was jerking me off in the <laughs> in the room, oh no, you're doing a gag. You're doing it's gross. I mean, not like he said to. <laughs> nope, you're doing a gag. Oh, Imagine a Wendy's pub burger just drizzled with a glaze, glaze of cup. So he said to me, um, "He said my next massage client loves your music, so we're gonna use your come on him." No, no, he. I think he. My assumption is because my assumption is he. I don't know that he has pictures of me, but my assumption is that he told his client, "I have a." client before you i can save his cum that explains that makes so much sense about the whole tell me when you're gonna come don't come until i like he I wanted his mouth out of it he wanted as much and he wanted to save it in his mouth so he wanted to like really get you worked up and at one point he said as he was like i'm gonna save this cum for someone else <laughs> as he was like, like a demon milking me <laughs> he said just imagine all the other guys who have come in this room on this table. So I think he's really into the nut. Yeah. I would be like, I don't want to imagine. That. I'd, I'd love to imagine that it's been cleaned. You love feeling special. No. What do you mean? 
Everyone loves feeling special. That's why it's called feeling special. That's why it's, what? That's why it's called feeling special. What do you mean feeling special? I don't know. I'm doing my eyebrows. So that was my afternoon. And you? I went to I gotta say something about these people in Atlanta. I went to the Home Depot here. In no Atlanta. one knows how to move out of the fucking way. No one knows how to move. Two. Um well, they're just on a different schedule. Um I thought it was so weird. I could walk into the Home Depot in in LA, walk through with my AirPods in, just walk by people and like no one look at me, no one pay me nooch, no one even give me nothing. I was making direct eye contact with every, like everyone was looking at me or like like trying to say hello or do something. And I like went to the bathroom because at one point I was like, is there something on my face? Like, it's like do Spain. I look in, insane? Like why is everyone staring at me? And so then the, like just all day, everyone was looking at me and I don't like it. I like to be, I don't like to feel like people are looking at me. I you don't like to feel walk sp- around. You don't like to feel special. I don't special. like to feel special. I, it just felt weird and like intrusive. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm just trying to buy stuff. Like, why is everyone trying to like hold eye contact? I couldn't tell if people were trying to like fuck me or if they were something on my face or like what? Yeah, it's interesting. What did you end up doing last night? Because I came up to the room Nothing. after the strip club. I, I, I came up shortly after. I was like uh, trying to feel out what those guys. Well, I don't even know. Mind. And I got some texts about other things. And I was like, what? So I just came up and ate the Cuban sandwich and those ate beans. The, call it and let us know if you think what should be, what's okay to eat after okay. how long. We, around 6 p.m., yeah. Walked up the street and got Cuban, Cuban sandwiches, sandwiches that come rice with and rice and beans and like chips and I got chips and guac. And I had chips and salsa. Yeah. Um and so then it was in the hotel room. It was room. a big sandwich. So it was I a big sandwich. Half I ate half, same. Yeah. Had some of the beans and rice. And then we like did our evening. And I would say I made it back to the room around twelve thirty. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say six hours. And the rooms did not have fridges. So for six hours, that food sat in a container on the desk in a... 68. Well, my room is like 72. Oh. (laughs) What's mine right now? 68. 68. It was 67 when I walked in here. My body heat made it. I had it... Well, I had it at 64 earlier today when I was taking a nap. Would you... My my, um, sort of point of reference is always like pizza. Pizza, I could... Like pizza sits. But I guess out. my thing was it's like I don't care about the rice and beans. I feel like they're less likely to like have more germs or stuff grow on them in that amount of time. But the meat Whereas is the cooked. meat, I think Yeah, but I just think it's meat, so it already like it's already got some questionable stuff going on inside of it anyway. Like even if it is cooked. What's the I feel like more airborne stuff will go straight towards that soggy wet meat. What is the what's the expiration of leaving something out? Is it twelve hours? No. For me, I'm not asking you, uh, but for me, <laughs> for like our rice lovely, and beans, amazing a, like food out. Yeah, what is it? Because for me, I think four hours. Like once the cheese starts sweating, I'm done. Papa Molly, I'm sweating. Papa Molly, I'm sweating. So I used to do Molly. That's what I did. Um, okay, well, listen, everybody. The last segment of this episode. <laughs> I'm going to bring the recorder to Fat Slut. 
in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get Silky and maybe Nicole Page Brooks and whoever else. Yeah. We'll see who's there. Maybe Boomer Ban- Well, we have Boomer. Maybe Shea Coulee will say something. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, enjoy. Goodbye. Goodbye. Silky, we're here backstage at Fat Slut. How's your experience been so far? It's been lovely. Yes? You've been sitting here doing what? I've been sitting here TikToking. TikToking? Yes, and, and, and cheering everybody on as they go on. I just can't wait to my turn. <laughs> and what are you going to do, a Lizzo number? We're going to do Lizzo tonight. If they don't like it, um, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You've been doing drag. This is your 11th day in drag, is that correct? My 11th day in drag. And uh, what happened at the meet and greet earlier? What happened at the meet and greet? I'm curious. Did you meet and greet? I met beautiful people. This lady brought me the best tucking panties in the world. Um, oh, that's why you had all those panties. Yeah, they're tucking panties. She told me to pass them out to the girls. And the girls was like, we don't have dicks. We have vaginas. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I'm going to take them to my children and my my drag grandchildren. I heard you mention that your drag son is in a pageant. My drag son is in a pageant, Black Universe, coming up. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Do you go to the pageants to cheer them on? Oh, I do go to the pageants and cheer them on. I buy ads in the ad book, and I sponsor them. I'm a good mother. The ads in the ad book is really great because they're so cunty. It's like, congratulations only to such and such yes. from Silky Nutmeg Ganache to let them hoes know that I got coin. Right. That's really what it is. You said this is a full page ad. Full page. About two pages because I want him to have a whole spread. That's very generous of you. Isn't it very generous of me? Yes, that's right. (laughs) Very generous of you. you, Have you ever done a fat slot before? I have not. I've been in... They've been trying to get me for a long time. By there we mean Meatball. Well, she's not in the room. Meatball's been trying to get me for a long time. But, you know, we've had a beef for years. And tonight, our beef is not squashed. I still hate that bitch. Oh, tell us how you really feel. We hate her. But you know what? She had my coin on time. So, for that, she get three points. Now, I have a question. When she accosted you in the Delta Lounge, were you ready to sue? Um, Because I know you're litigious. I... I wanted to give her a, a, a beat down because uh-huh. when she when she when she invaded my privacy, yes. I was talking to my mother on Facetime, uh-huh. and so I was afraid that she had listened to our conversation. I was I was crying and sharing my feelings with my mother. Emotional distress. Yes, emotional distress, and I've been slander, libel, slander, defamation, possibly. But you know what? I've been going to therapy because you know. If you don't go to therapy after this and you go to court and ask for, you know, emotional distress, right. you don't get your coin. So I am smart enough to do what I had to do. And if you've been doing therapy online, you can go to betterhelp.com sloppy for 10% off your first month. That's integrated ad marketing right there. That's lovely. But I got, I got to know my therapist and they got to be black and have worked with... Um, LGBT community. That makes sense, yes. Yeah. I support when that. I went to uh, Mississippi... I had this white lady that has never, ever worked with a black person or an LGBT person. To be your therapist? To be my therapist. Honey, it was horrible. We spent about six minutes on the phone. Well, what are your plans to uh, uh, give Meepaw back for all the distress? You know what? 
Karma is a bitch. Ain't that the truth? And I don't have to do much to get her back because she's gotten herself back. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. We all look forward to your performance this evening. Well, I can't wait for the performance so I can eat some of this food y'all have back here. Y'all okay. know I don't eat before the performance, and y'all got me so... There's sandwiches, there's McDonald's. I can't have any of that be until I do... Well, did you put your little sandwich to the side? No. I was, no. I don't want to eat tonight because I want to come to room 418. I want to get plunged. Plunged? You made that word up. No. I'm trying to get plunged. Plunged. Oh, plunged. Yeah. Like a plunger. Oh, yeah. here she is You know now. about plunge? Do you plunge people? I've been known to plunge a person or two. See what I'm saying? Meatball just come in and interrupt my interview. <laughs> that is right. Sorry, Meatballs. You're so rude. I wish Nicole Page Brooks from Atlanta, Georgia was here in Atlanta with you and Silky Nosh and Meatballs. I'm sure the Atlanta Balls. fans would really appreciate that. Balls. I know I heard okay, you meatballs. loud and clear. Meatballs. Meatballs. I didn't want to bring it up. We lost one of them in the fight. In the fight. Damn. <laughs> the famous fight of 2011. Who, who she got in a fight with? Meatball fights with everybody. Corporations, drag queens. She fights with everybody. Well, I'm a woman. I'm not a drag queen. Oh, yes, that's right. And that's why you like to get plunged. Yeah, are you going to plunge me tonight? Plunge you? Yeah. Plunder, plunder and plunge. No, you gonna put that big dick in me. <laughs> well, it's Saturday morning. We are in Atlanta at the lounge. The lounge? And what happened? No, it boards in a half hour. Oh, wow, we have a lot of time. What happened? Well, we had a wonderful time at the party. I really turned it. Everything was everything. She was she. I was she. We were we. I want to give a special shout out to Injun Gin for sponsoring the event and having some delicious gin. I'd like to also thank Noni's Deli for donating all the food, which was absolutely delicious. The bone broth jello mold stuffed with meatballs. Psycho. But delicious. I want to thank Tito's Vodka for sponsoring the event. Who else sponsored it? Oh, the Hotel Claremont. We've talked about it, but I don't think we've talked about it enough. I'm going to go back there. Next time I'm here, I'm going to request that place. Um, other than that, just a wonderful time. Uh, Jay Bella Banks really slayed the house down. What am I supposed to talk about? Just like how insane last night was? How truly messy and insane. Like, here's, here's some facts. Nicole Page Brooks will never grace the stage with me again. At one point, y'all, I got so mad, I was screaming, turn off her microphone. I shut off Boomers, too, unfortunately. He didn't deserve it, but at that point, no one could hear me talk over the mumbles. Well, I think the thing is, is like, your show is a five-hour experience. <laughs> it just is. No matter how in your brain, you're like, no, it's 90 minutes. It's a half-hour set, a half-hour set, and then a sexy food eating contest. Everyone instead of bringing a five-minute track, brings a 10-minute track. Five-minute tracks only, y'all. Five-minute tracks only. But the audience was cheering their faces off until the bitter end. I mean, people were being kicked out at the end because people were there to have a good time. Everyone stayed the entire time. It was lovely. It was such an amazing crowd. What I will say is it was one of the messiest food eating contests I'd seen. And spaghetti is amazing for the visual, but that gets everywhere. 
Okay, the stage was so slippery after the contest that we had to, like, wipe it down, and then we had to put a carpet on it so the girls could perform. It was so disgusting. There's a, okay, also, there's, okay, there's a lot going on in this Delta Lounge. There was a silky nutmeg ganache. She caused the scene, left, told us that everyone calls her ma'am. I told her I wasn't surprised. There's also someone here who's got pecker out, just, like, showing head, um, on, in their sweat glands, and I go, Dipper, look at that cock, and Dipper goes, I think I know him. He might be a hooker in L.A. And now, there's a priest standing behind me in the Hooker Delta Lounge. And lurking, looking for cock. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to take my pills. <laughs> it's like the whole time I've been talking, Dipper has been digging through his bed, just opening pill bottles. What is that? For what? Emodium. I feel fine. With the yak in your mouth. Um, so we came to the Delta Lounge and I got um, some chicken breast that I think would be considered tandoori, but wasn't. And then um, a sandwich on our bun. Now, your sandwich had a special surprise in it. Bon, 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 what you gonna do? <laughs> See, you know, Bone Thugs and Army. That's a deep cut. <laughs> My chicken bun, me had a bone fully in it that I crunched down on. So now I'm full. My lunch is cookies and lemon pound cake. <laughs> I saw the life drain from his eyes, and I was like, what's wrong? And he spit out the bone, and then just kind of looked up, and everything changed, and he went, I wish I could just make a peanut butter and jelly, and, like, turned into a child. So now I think you're going to be eating just desserts for the rest of it, because you, desserts and packaged chips, because the one bone scared you. Today the deli is not my palate, but that's fine. It doesn't have to be for everyone. Michael? Um, the one thing that I'm excited about today, I forget that in our great American country that we call home, the United States of America, we, you can still be sort of jet lagged. I think we've talked, I've talked about this before, but like we're on East coast time. When we fly back to LA, it's going to be the middle of the day on Saturday. We're going to have the whole day. You're just going to go home to sleep. Um, oh, special announcement. This is coming out on Tuesday. Do you think you can, Kelly, can you handle it? Can you launch the Bucci Cat site by Tuesday? Yeah. Right now, Bucci Cat shirts. We have a, a dusty light pink with black letters and then a black shirt with white letters. The graphic says Bucci Cat. They are available for purchase at meatland.bigcartel.com. That's meatland.bigdipper.cartel.com. Yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll find it. You'll get your way there. Everyone always gets there somehow. People really liked the shirts last night. Yeah, we sold over half of the ones that we brought. Was not expecting that. Should have also brought candles. I don't know why I didn't think to bring the fat like candles. Because they break. It's glass. It's glass, and I don't want them to, they're soy, so I don't want them to melt. In the, under mm, the sweet candles. Oh. Oh. That's, not, that's not doing anything. Well, 
he just got a notification. Let's sign off for a great weekend here in Atlanta. Shout out to Wussy Mag for helping us come. And shout out to Marshmallow and Robbie for being the best stagehands I've ever had. And John. And John. John from Wussy Mag. John from Mag for putting the whole thing together and making it happen. This hooker is walking around just cock forward. I can't believe you can't see it. It's I can see it in his pants. <laughs> Should I turn around? Is he playing with it? But he just keeps louder. He just keeps getting up and walking around, like in a circle, and then sitting back down. He's trying to. He's probably presenting. It's working. He's probably trying to. Um, maybe there's a post on Snoopy's and for the Delta Lounge bathroom. Take a look. Take a look. It's in a book. I will say, I didn't get, I was hoping for a little sexual, sexual encounter at the, Michael, yeah. at the club. Who is that? You keep saying his name like we know who he is. Wait, it's burped. Um, that's just his name. I don't keep saying it like we know who it is. I just like. Mr. Anderson. That's from The Matrix. Yeah, I love the Wachowskis. I have to go brush my teeth, everybody. Mm, same. That seems like a good way. Let's pee brush our teeth and leave. Okay. Oh, because it's a long one. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sloppy Seconds. Uh, you can. Oh, and earlier, everything you heard from Silky Nutmeg Ganache is slander, libel, and there will be a lawsuit. I'm not going to know what any of that is until it comes out. Well, I'll listen to the rough edit. Well, I thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can make sure to like and follow up Mom Podcast. Follow our personals at Spicy with Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly and Fat Slut LA and everything. Goodbye, Mom. I got the boom, boom, boom. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.